This is Taylor Stevens, and you're listening to Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer Success. wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is my podcast, formerly Mills Making Money, now Tanya Tate presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. On today's show, I'll talk about renaming my Mills Making Money podcast. Also, my special guest is Taylor Stevens. She will be sharing her transformation journey from a dramatic weight loss to overcoming cancer and being a successful webcam model and content creator. In our life, we're all on a journey that takes us on different paths and we all choose our own paths. So think about it, where you are right now is from the choices that you made. I started my podcast journey during a time when my weekly host and on Vivid Radio, which was heard to everyone on Sirius XM was coming to an end. And I wanted something else because I really love getting out there and getting to talk with you. Being, doing a radio host, it was seven years that I was a host on Vivid Radio and everyone in the cars would listen to us on SiriusXM. Well, you know, this come to an end. So I started a bi-weekly podcast and it was Milf's Making Money. It's been amazing. We've done over 30 episodes, so it doesn't sound a lot, but it's every other week. So that's 60 weeks. That's kind of a long time. But you know what? I feel like people felt that they could be excluded. And the reason is because I've got MILF in the title. Like some people might be older, but don't recognize themselves as a MILF. Maybe they don't really don't have any children. So they're like, no. I don't want to be that. Maybe some people are like younger or different genders. And I wanted this podcast to be relevant to all genders and all adults. So this podcast is going through a small transformation. Changing the name, it is going to be more inclusive. The guest segment will remain and I will change the format slightly for them to share stories of how they become successful while sharing tips on gaining their achievements. And voila, here it is, formerly MILF's Making Money. Now, Tanya Tate presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. So what do you think? I'm kind of curious, you know, what parts of the podcast do you enjoy? Give you some feedback, let me know. Because, you know, you're the people that are out there that are listening. You're the ones that want to know what's going on in my life, want to hear the guests. Tell me what you think. And you can also leave feedback 
by tweeting me hashtag at Tanya Tate. And of course you do love to know what I've been up to. So recently I did go on my trip to Canada for a, a family wedding and then I did a short trip to Las Vegas to shoot a brand new scene. Oh yes, oh yes baby, bring it on. I know so many of you have been asking, Tanya, when are you going to come back? When are you going to come back? When are you going to come back? Well, really, I've never left. I just changed. It's like that transformation. Sometimes, you know, things move and change. And for me, I didn't do Boy Girl for many, many, many years. And of course, I did my comeback with Kieran Lee, which is available on my OnlyFans. And now... My second brand new boy girl scene. Da, 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 da. I did it with Quinton James. And that was my recent trip to Las Vegas. And I'm really super excited to share it. Those are, are on my OnlyFans. Those are members of my OnlyFans. You know, you got to see it. And my OnlyFans is not that much, especially, you know, occasionally I run free OnlyFans. Someone tweeted at me the other day. I'm not rich, I can't afford it. And I'm like thinking, well, your OnlyFans is free right now. So I don't know what part of I can't afford to join your OnlyFans was up. But anyway, just keep that in mind, a little tip for you. So it has been a really busy, exciting time with my trips. And I do have chronic Lyme disease. I'm, you know, I'm doing really great each week, each month I'm getting stronger. But I have to tell you this. I went to Canada, family wedding. I mean, what's gonna happen? I did my best with the diet, but as soon as that wine come out, oh, I went off. I went off diet, I went off plan. I drank the wine. Yeah, I drank the wine that much. I was kind of sick, so the next night, I had to pick something else. So I ended up with a glass of wine. Wasn't going down so well, so I picked the fruit punch with vodka. Well, the fruit punch is full of sugar. So I'm like, ha. Huh. Didn't feel too bad. Come back, went to Vegas. Tried again with the strict diet. When I got the milk from the store, put it in the room in the, in the hotel in the fridge. Yeah, it turns out it's got sugar in the milk. You know, for Lyme disease, chronic Lyme disease, it's about inflammation in the body. So to reduce inflammation in the body, you can reduce inflammation in, in your body. I mean, it's it's... It affects a lot of different things, arthritis, a lot of autoimmune, a lot of inflammatory illness. If you change your diet and you change the foods that you eat, it feels so much better in your body. And I have to tell you, I went off that strict diet with both the food and the drink and wow, wow, a massive difference it made. But you know what, I'm gonna tell you this, it was a lesson learned just to prove to myself that if I do go off, diet if I do go off the plan my body tells me for a few weeks yeah we're still working on getting it back it's a lesson learned I love it that's what you do it's part of the journey isn't it you learn from what happens but I'm going to tell you this another two factors I cared once I got back that affected my immune system so as well as the wine the alcohol the foods that I'm not supposed to be eating I wasn't eating clean and I caught a cold and I'm like ah, 
even now, right now, as I'm sitting here this morning, I'm trying to sing in the car, and I'm, I, I like to put the music on and do a little bit of a blast on the singing, feeling like I'm in the karaoke in the car. I mean, who, who does that? I know I do it, right? So I'm practicing songs, whatever, thinking I'm great. Couldn't get it out because I'm, I'm still, I, I sound great, but it's still that cold, it's still lingering a little bit. But yeah, my immune system did get lowered. And I tell you, there's something else. Grief can lower your immune system. And I have to tell you, a very, very dear friend of mine passed away and it happened actually a few weeks ago. However, I didn't find out till the day that I was leaving for Las Vegas. So I sit there, I'm eating my breakfast, I'm ready for my trip, I know the time the flight's going and I'm watching the UK news because that's what I do, I watch UK news and suddenly a news flash popped up, um, we're reporting that Darius Dinesh Campbell has passed away, age 41, my jaw just dropped, I was like, oh my god, it was it was a surreal moment that I've got to tell you I'm really good friends with Darius and we've known each other for I don't even know at least 10 years and he was one of these guys that he could walk into the room and you could feel the energy like the positivity and I know I talk about like a lot of things about changing your, your sense of the way that you think and your beliefs and believing in yourself and transformations and all these positive thoughts. And I'm gonna take it all the way back right to the beginning. Years ago, I've meditated, okay, yeah, whatever. We did a team building course and he said, lie down on the floor and shut your eyes and listen to the music and picture yourself on a beach. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't really meditation for me. The first time that I discovered meditation was through Darius and he introduced me to Deepak Chopra and there was three different things that Deepak Chopra had and it was, you know, healthy life and relationships and it, it, it was some amazing meditation that I got and he introduced me to it and he was that guy that, made me believe that I really could do anything and if I had a problem I'd get on the phone and or meet up with him depending on where we were and he would sit down and talk to me about it and he'd, he'd give me ideas and he kind of got my brain flowing and I'm gonna say it was through him that really got me moving on this more of mindfulness And with the change in the podcast, I knew it's been coming for a while. And like one of the last conversations we had, he's like, I'm going to sit down with you. We're going to go over it. He was like my mentor. He would help me refocus my mind. He would talk me through things. And he was just amazing. He had this really creative brain that he knew anything was possible. And he would sit down and like brainstorm and with you and you'd you'd be overflowing with all this gratitude by the time you got off and I can remember I said to him one day I really sat there and he was telling me all this stuff and I, I just sat there and I looked at him and I said to him how did you learn to be this amazing positive person like 
did your parents teach you this? How did you learn? And he was like, it's just the way I am. It wasn't something he learned. It was just the way that he was. And I can believe his parents. I know I never met his parents, but I can believe his parents were these amazing super people that were so supportive and believed in you. I was like, that's just amazing. But I realized I could be that same person. I could be that person that believed in myself, that believed that anything is possible. And I love it that I'm sitting here now on my podcast, the new name, of course, Mills Making Money Podcast is now Skinfluencer Success Podcast. I'm sitting here now and I'm sharing. I'm sharing, I'm inspiring you, but I've been inspired. I'm, it, it was a rough week. It was a really rough week. To go to Vegas and to be there and to to pull it on, you know, it's like, you know, something's happened and you're like, I got to turn this on. And trust me, I turned it on. I, I, I could do it. But there were those moments when I was by myself and I was like, there's a piece missing. There's a piece missing. You suddenly remember and you're like, ah, that's the piece that's missing. A really close friend. But you know what? I'm inspired and I'm going to inspire you. And we, we keep going. We keep moving forward. And people are put on this world to experience things. And I'll tell you now, he experienced things. He influenced people. And I, I want to, even if I can give just a little bit of inspiration for you, that makes my heart big. <sighs> and here we are. <laughs> Something else. Ozzy started his TK transitional kindergarten a few weeks ago. <laughs> Ozzy's out full-time school. I can't believe it. He is there. Yes, yes, yes. He's given me more free time. Oh, and he absolutely loves it. He is coming back from school. He wrote his name the other day. I mean, this kid, he's still not age five. He's, he's age four. And he sat there the other day and he had a piece of paper and he literally wrote his name and I'm like he didn't copy anything and I was like that's amazing I'm, I'm so proud of him this kid he's like you you see him you see him he's on the YouTube channel if you are following me on YouTube make sure you are because something exciting is going to be coming to YouTube video video of the Tanya Tate podcast of Tanya Tate presents Skinfluencer success I'm going to be putting up videos from the podcast. So make sure that you are following me on YouTube and also on my TikTok. Both the handles are Tanya TanyaTateTube. Get on there. What you've seen, Ozzy, is so full of energy. Just amazing. Absolutely amazing. But this is free to time up to be able to work on projects. Yes, you just heard it. You just heard it there. You just heard it here. One of those projects is doing video interviews with my guests. How amazing is that? I'm so excited to get to bring you video interviews. I mean, for now, I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting here. I've got my glasses on. I've got my hair tied up. But when the guests are coming on, you know, I'm going to go a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe I'll find a little bit of makeup to put on behind these glasses. You know, it is all about transforming. Whether we transform from life to death, whatever that may be. Whether we transform 
from vivid radio to a podcast, whether we transform from milfs making money to skinfluencer success, whether we change the format, we're going to include some video. There's so many things that we can do. You know, people often commit to personal transformation to achieve specific outcomes in life. So what is it that you want to transform? You know, sometimes we're also given unexpected things, you know, we're going to choose this transformation, but sometimes we have to transform. We have to change. Vivid Radio was coming to an end. The contract was not being renewed. That was something that I couldn't change, but I could transform into something else. We can choose to move forward and transform our minds and our bodies. And investing in ourselves can be a challenge. It's not always easy. However, it can be rewarding and enjoyable. And the words of Richard Branson, every success story is a tale of constant adaption, revision and change. And my podcast is a success story that's changed from milks making money to Tanya Tate presents Skinfluencer Success. And I desire for you to discover the revision of my podcast to be just as enjoyable and even more inspiring. Coming up next on Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. How do successful people move through adversity? My guest, Taylor Stevens, an AVN award-winning performer, webcam model and content creator, will share her journey of weight loss transformation, surviving cancer and how she involved her business strategy to find success on premium social media platforms. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer Success. You are listening to Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. How do successful people move through adversity? So coming up next on Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success, how do successful people move through adversity? My guest Taylor Stevens is an award-winning performer, webcam model and content creator. She'll share a journey of weight loss transformation, surviving cancer, and how she evolved her business strategy to find success on premium social media platforms. So welcome Taylor Stevens to the podcast. <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm so excited because really this is, the podcast is being transformed. This is the very first time that I'm doing a video of a guest. Like, you always remember your first, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the fans are going to be so excited. They're like, you got Yay. Taylor Stevens. It's just like, <laughs> oh, yes. But, you know, some of them are not going to know who you are. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who's Taylor Stevens and how did you get started in the industry? Sure. So I'm Taylor Stevens. Um, I've been a cam model since, well, I would say prehistoric age. No, I've been a cam model since uh, 2006. I started in this industry as a bigger girl. Someone had said to me, you know, why don't you try webcamming? And I'm very open and, you know, I don't, I, I'll try, I feel like I'll try anything once. So I tried it and I was actually working in training other people uh, at TELUS Head Mobility. Um, 
Health Mobility head office. I was a trainer teaching people how to, you know, answer calls and whatnot. And then when this opportunity, I'm like, let me take my vacation time from TELUS and let me see what this is all about. So I did. And then it was um, not to brag or anything, but it was an instant success. And I just felt at home. So I knew this is where I, I wanted to be. And I've always been like a hustler and I've worked since before I could work. I have a very strong work ethic and uh, it was history from there. I just logged lights, camera, action, and I, I uh, enjoyed a, enjoyed success to this day. So it's been a long journey, but it's been an amazing one and it's still lots to come. <laughs> Great. I, I love it. So you started off, you, you, you kind of dipped your toe in the... Um, yeah. The, the webcam industry and you loved it and you kind of stuck with it. I was in shock because I was also bigger at that time and I didn't realize there was a market for bigger girls. And it, and then I quickly came to realize it wasn't just about looks and um, I'm a very good people person and um, I care about people authentically and I, I remember them and from bartending too, you know, you always remember someone's drink or someone's, you know, you're there to listen. And I attributed that and I took that to my camming and here I am. I think that's what's given me sustainability in this industry. It's much more than looks. Yeah, that that's true, isn't it? It's like connecting with your fans. You know, for, for me, when the fans come on and you kind of like remember them and you remember like where you're leaving off, you know, where did we leave yeah. off last time? And then, here we coming back again, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, and the, we're, we're following the story on. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, they have little scenarios that they like to play out or they like certain sure. things. You know, sometimes for me, it's like a role play and then he comes back and it's Auntie Tanya and it's like, oh, where were we last time? <laughs> we were we were having a, a little day out at the beach or we were um, meeting up secretly at the gym. So I, I, love, <laughs> I love the scenario. I, I feel that like it's like everyone has a favorite drink. Everyone has their own little thing. And, and for for us to remember and, and you know, truly um, immerse ourselves in that it, it shows well for me I always make sure they know that they're important because I wouldn't be here standing without my fans right yeah and so um, it's important that they know that I care to cater to their needs I mean albeit not you know the crazy I, there's obviously we all have limits but um, I will do my best to fulfill whatever it is they want whether they just want to talk whether they want to watch football together whether they want to eat together whether they want to you know, do a little role play. I'll be uh, your teacher, no problem. You know, so I actually enjoy it because I know I'm making others happy um, internally, externally, just whatever. So as long as they're smiling at the end of my show, I know I've done a great job. Yeah. So so let's talk. So you started off as webcam webcam model. And yeah. You started with that, and then you moved forward. You kind of moved into. Did you move into a different company with the with the webcaming? Well, actually, uh, sadly, no, I actually, um, so I started uh, webcamming as uh, the people who referred me to iFriends, which is no longer in existence. Um, they were, that was my home. I'm very loyal. So I didn't leave iFriends at all um, until unfortunately out of nowhere, <laughs> they just shut down out of nowhere. And um, that was in 2012. Um, I had even asked, you know, I, I knew there was issues with the site. So I'd even asked them, hey, what's going on? like members can't refill their wallet. Like, is there something going on? But they've not, they didn't say anything. Even that very morning I said, Hey, is this issue fixed? My connection there said it'll be fixed in a bit. And then that was before I logged on at all. And then I logged on and it was like, sorry, we're closed sign. And so I was in complete shock, but 
that's later in the career. Um, earlier in the career, you know, when I first started, it was somebody who was taking advantage of me. Um, I wasn't able to see my statistics and this and that. And then I, um, I'm very smart, very, very street smart and work smart. So I said, that doesn't make any sense that I, they have my information legally and I can't see my stats. This person lived in Toronto, um, frequented the, the bar. And so what they would do is they would, you know, control my account, I would work, they would tell me this is how much I made. And then I would meet with them and they would pay me supposedly through my friends envelope and whatnot. I quickly found out that they were scamming me out of a lot of money. I switched my account overnight, like overnight. I was like, it was like a opera, FBI operation. I, my friend was with me. I called them. They said, of course you can access your stats. You're the one whose passport's on, on file. So I said, bing, bang, boom. I forwarded the next check to me as it was going to the other person. And I saw my stats, I'm like, whoa. And so I created a new screen name instead of Taylor Stevens, it was Taylor Stevens 00, because I had to create something new, unfortunately. Yeah. And that next day, that week, number one on the top 10 list. And I was like, yeah, wow. bam, and I'm doing this. And I just, I pushed forward. And then the irony is that guy later reached out to me, even though I blocked him said, oh, thank you, Taylor. I wanted to apologize. Thank you for teaching me what not to do. I mean, that's not really apology. That's basically saying, well, this is what I'm going to do to other girls now. You outsmarted me, but no one else will. But I've forgiven because yeah. you have to forgive to move forward and look at the fact that I forgave and let go of that anger. And and it was okay because it was quick. It, I wasn't on the site that long before I realized something's up. My intuition's always right. Yeah. And um, I switched on over and I made, and I just killed it and I kept killing it. I have a strong work ethic, so I kill myself yeah. at work. <laughs> so that that really is important, you know, there's a lot of girls that, or, or people, not just girls, sorry, like people yeah. get on and start webcamming. You don't always know what you do and you, you, you're kind of being led. And sometimes you can be led by people that are going to be taking advantage of you. So it's good that, you know, for people that are listening, if you are starting out, Make sure that you can go in, make sure that you can see your stats, make sure that you are getting paid directly. And, yeah. you know, and I love it, the fact that, you know, things happen to us, right? Okay, so we, we've all gone through different journeys, you know, in the career. And sometimes it's like, did I really do that? Did I, at the time you think it feels like a mistake, you know, or you feel like someone's done something really bad or untoward towards you. Yeah. And being able to sit there and I love what you said is forgive them you know yeah. because of, I think once you get like you are you go through emotions you know and you go through these emotions and it's like okay now where am I at well yeah. take it as a learning take it as it's a learning a curve. in disguise people yeah. are always you're always getting these blessings and these lessons that you can learn you just have to open your eyes and see them because yeah. if that didn't happen you know, I wouldn't have known that I could do this and this and this. And I would have, I would have thought I had, to, I had a requirement of working 40 hours a week. Like they said, you know, I ended up working double that when I knew that I didn't have to, you know, but, um, especially now for, for girls, guys, anybody getting in the industry, um, I would say you don't, you know, pick a niche, but be yourself because you don't have to, like, I am a very sexual person, of course. Right. Like, but it doesn't have to be just that. And I would tell girls to just don't think that because 
you're online, you have to be like this or you have to be like that. What you should be is your true self and your following will come, I promise. Like if you build it, he will come. Like, you know, like I promise that if you stay true to yourself and don't look around at other people, what other people are doing, people will flock to you for being your unique self. And I'm blessed to be experiencing that in this industry. Yeah, sometimes we kind of sit there, don't we? And we look and I see some of the girls, you know, I'm on OnlyFans, you're on OnlyFans as well. And you see some of the girls and then like, especially on Twitter handles, they go like, I'm like so much percent on OnlyFans. And I find myself in the past, like sitting there and being like, wow, these girls, they're making this much money. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not making that much money. I'm not that percentage. And then I realize like what I'm doing is doing something that I enjoy. I'm putting in the amount of hours that I enjoy. My fans are responding back to me. And yeah. this is, you know, these are my stats. I don't want to share them with other people. But at the same time, I shouldn't compare myself to other people because we're totally different people. Yes. And Tanya, it's more also, it's not a quantity, it's quality. Like I may not have 850,000 subscribers, right? But I have a very unique market, a, a unique niche. And my subscribers are high paying and my subscribers sign up for something different. So sure, you could be in the top 001% with 80 million subscribers. That's cool. But I provide such a personal connection and I love the fans that I have. And if, if more comes, that's great. If less, I get it. But I, I know that I can devote true tailor to those ones that are there. So I don't have to be rushed and this and that. And I'm not saying I don't have a lot of fans, but what I'm saying is it, it's not about the quantity. I learned through weight loss, through everything. It's not about the number. It's about how are you doing? How are they doing? Uh, are you feeling successful? Are you are you content with where you are? And we all have several d- different streams of income. So those numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. I really, I really, you know, unless you're sports betting, but numbers don't matter because um, <laughs> I'm an avid sports better, but they just don't matter. It, it's, it's same with weight, same with um, just anything in life. Like just be yourself and care. If, does it make you happy? Are you content where you are? Are you able to produce amazing content that they love? Well, then that's cool. You don't have to cut one video into 18 pieces and try to resell it for months on end. You know, you just be yourself, do your thing. Yeah, it's so important. important. I think it's something that's severely overlooked. Authenticity. It's severely overlooked. And I I feel that people are afraid to be their authentic self because they think, well, then I won't, you know, fit in. But you don't want to fit in. You want to stand out, you know. Yeah, I like that, standing out and doing the things that you enjoy. You know, I think, you know, if I was to do certain sexual acts, would I bring in more fans? Will fans be willing to spend? Yes, they would. But the, those sex acts, will I enjoy them? Maybe it's, maybe the fans want me to do something that I'm my body's not really physically capable of. And like right. fans, they can be like really demanding. Why don't you do this with you know oh, yeah. loads of these guys and loads of entries going in all, all at the same time? And I'm just like, <laughs> well, that's not my kind of performance, you know. And that's not something that I want to actually do. It's nice when the fans respect and enjoy what you provide for them. It it is, it's that personal interaction. I agree. And it's like, sure, uh, uh, people are going to, like, to this day, I've been offered a lot of money to do boy-girl. 
I have never done boy girl. I have no interest in doing boy girl. My fans know that. Um, you know, people will always say, well, you have such a bigger market. Actually, my market of fans does not want me to do boy girl. I do not want to do boy girl. And if I'm going to do boy girl and not love it, then it's not going to be good. So what's the point? But see, people always like they want the forbidden fruit. They want to take you to your extremities, right? Yeah. Like, like, for instance, you know, the different types of levels of, of sex. There's certain things I do, certain things I don't do. And people always want to ask for the ones that they know that you don't you don't want to do just because they want to like conquer it or something, you know? So I learned, and I, I'm glad I learned this early was just stick to your guns. I have no need for me personally. I have no need for hardcore because I'm very extremely successful just doing what I do. And I'm not going to change that for anything. There is no price to put on that for me. It's just something, um, you know, sure. I'll say to the fans, maybe one day, maybe if I have a partner, you know, and I'm with somebody for a long time and we decide to do, do stuff, but it's not on my radar at all. Right now, I'm just single Taylor doing me and my fans love me for that. So right now, this is what it is. And if you like it, stay. And if you don't, well, there's lots of other girls that you can go visit, which I say consistently, <laughs> like on cam, like there's something <laughs> in the bar, what you want and bam, whatever you want will pop up. So please stop asking me to do it when other girls are right there that do do it, you know, but it's like yeah. the fruit they want. Yeah, it's like for me, you know, I, I didn't do boy girl for many, many years. The, the fans kept asking, kept asking, kept asking. So I, yeah. you know, I did my first boy girl scene back with Kieran Lee, and I've just I really said, he's great. I was like, I got to do it with someone who I'm going to trust, yes. you know? <laughs> and then my second boy girl scene, which I've just recently shot, was with Quinton James. Ah. Um, and so, like, two really nice guys, you know? Yeah. And, so so i've given it I, I i'm like here it is and it's you know now the fans are like some fans are like well what about this and what about this level? right and what about they'll never they, it won't be in, enough and just to be clear like all of my friends including you and you know nikki alexa like everybody all my friends are in the do uh, do boy girl it's not i have nothing against that in fact it's such a it's such a I, I have so much respect for the ability because people think that that's just fun and games no that's work that's also hard ass work you know and so all my friends do do it it's not a matter of that it's like some do some don't and i respect everybody for the work that they do and that's just wasn't right for me so um and i love that the girls that are able to choose you know, who they want to do scenes with and whatnot, because it matters, I think, to produce great content that you're connected yeah. with somebody. I yeah. always feel that even in pictures, if you're not happy, it's going to show, Yeah. you know, like yeah. your, your work will, if you're, if you're not happy with the person, like it's kind of hard to, it's hard to hide. That's why my face doesn't lie, except when I'm playing poker, I have a great poker face. And, um, <laughs> you know, when it comes to that stuff, but otherwise, uh, my, you can kind of read it on my face if I have a connection with somebody or not, you know, and I admire everybody in the industry who does boy, girl or not, or girl, girl, or whatever they, they do. It's so work. low. Well, we work yeah. so hard. It's not what people think. It's not like, oh, they just went and they, they did it on camera like that. It's take after take. It's a 12 hour day. Like they don't see that side. Right. Yeah. So it, it can be like different variant lengths of time. Yeah. So so Taylor, I want to talk about, you know, you mentioned your weight loss transformation. 
So, sure. you, you know, you told me it was like you were 300 pounds pre-diabetic and you lost weight. Tell, tell me about that. Sure. It's actually crazy because I'm such a, I'm a Virgo. So when I set my mind to something, it's like, it's going to be done no matter what. It's Virgo season now, actually, September 1st. But when I started in the industry, I would say I was a Snickers bar away from 300, 300 pounds. I was 298, but I was pre-diabetic. I'm five foot four, so I'm short. That was obviously not a healthy weight. I, I kind of attribute it to a, a lot of, my childhood wasn't the best childhood. I didn't have like very good structure. My dad passed away when I was uh, six. And so I was kind of from place to place and, you know, just trying to survive. And I'm very good with my back against the wall. And I don't mean that sexually. I mean, you know, um, but so I was, you know, I start and when I started, I, like I said, I was so shocked at the success and the amount of fans. And I didn't realize there was this massive BBW community out there which I just embraced. And I was never not confident as a BBW. Like I post for, for score magazine. I did voluptuous, like I wouldn't have done those things, spread my very thick thighs, you know, in the middle of a magazine spread, if I didn't feel comfortable with my body. So people are like, wow, like, because I was actually really confident as a BBW, but I was extremely unhealthy and uh, I was pre-diabetic. And the doctor said, look, Taylor, you know, you've, you've got to lose the weight, especially given, you know, your, your height and all of that. So March 16th, 2006, I remember the dates because it's my day when I, when I said, okay, that's it. It's time now to lose the weight and I'm going to do it. I didn't set any specific number, but 13 months later I had lost 180 pounds. So I was 120 pounds just to clear up everything. Cause people always ask this question. No. I did not have surgery because people always think you must have had gastric bypass surgery. No, I honest at, to everything I own, every dog I live, there's no way I could do gastric bypass. Why? Because I love food. I love yeah. to eat and I can't just eat like a little, you know, and obviously I looked it up. I was like, what is that? And I, then I said, no. And yeah. I said, you know what, Taylor, find your, find what you want. And I had tried in the past, you know, like stuff like, Weight Watchers or calorie counting. And I said, no, I, I did a ketogenic diet. So basically keto before keto was like super popular. Um, I did three hours a day of exercise. I had an elliptical at home. So I would do like cardio, watch TV, why not? Then I would go to the gym for an hour and a half. And then at night before bed, I would do cardio again. And I did not, there was no days off. It's like Bill Belichick in my mind, which is Patriots coach. No days off. And I just bam, 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 bam. And I... I love the ketogenic diet. I actually don't call it a diet anymore. It's my lifestyle to this day. It fits. Yeah. I eat what I want. I can basically make a healthy version of anything. But I, so 13 months later, I had lost the weight and I was 120 pounds. Obviously there was some loose skin, even though I'm glad that I stayed working out every single day though, because that did help. But skin is skin and scars are going to be scars. So, um, but it was worth it because I'm healthier. I was healthier. Yeah. I, everyone was shocked. And unfortunately, look, I was very scared actually at, at first. I didn't want to, I, I thought to myself, and this is crazy how we don't put ourselves first, right? I said, oh, oh my God, if I lose this weight, I'm done with this industry. No, I'm going to lose all my fan base. I'm so scared now. What's going to happen to my business? Am I going to have to go back and work at Telus Mobility? Like, I was very scared, but I quickly learned too that I would say I kept 97% of my old fan base 
and I gave the flipbook, my whole new world opened up, except for those very few troll ones that were like, I can't believe, I can't wait till she gains the weight back, or how could she do this to, to the BBW community? She was the icon. Well, no one told me. And then I said, well, into my head, I like, and I had the worst messages, like the worst, you know, and they were, I'm like, would they rather have me dead or, or, you know, bigger, fat or whatever. So I'm like, you guys don't get it. And I quickly realized then too, that it was my personality and my connection with my fans that what was really the base base of my business, because it wasn't just looks. I have fans from 2005 that I see regularly because it didn't matter, you know? And of course it opened up new worlds to me, like it did, but it was a very tough decision. And it was one of the hardest things that I had to do in my entire life. It's also one of the things I am the most proud of because it wasn't kind of like, okay, I'll lose a little bit and do that. It was like, no, Taylor wants to do this. So Taylor did it all the way till 13 months later. And then I realized even then, I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but I realized even then at 120, that's not really the, I wanted to be a little bit kind of bigger because I had kind of lost, I missed my curves. Like I said, you know, I loved being a bigger girl. I am very comfortable with the way my body is now. And it's not about the number, but still I was so happy to have lost 180. Like that's like two people sometimes. You're just like, holy crap. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening because this is really the first time that you've you've told me the actual story, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> what I'm what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing is someone that is so committed to you have something in your mind and you picture what you want to be and you picture what you want to do and you picture the health. That's what you pictured. And you didn't think about like, you know, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to lose all this weight. You were like, I've got a goal and I want to be healthy. And with yeah. that come the commitment, become the, the, the diet, become the research. That, that focus that you had in your mind was so detailed. And that's, that's, that's what I love. That's what like makes me think you know we can all do it we can all do anything yes. that we want you it's know? in us it, it's it's so important to set goals and it's so important to have some have something to look to put your energy in and look forward to and say i'm gonna do that because anything is possible in life if we really want something we will do it whatever it is you can't just wish for it. Like life is about action and taking the steps. Like how many times can we say, Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. But then we never do it because we think we can't. We have to believe in ourselves, right? Like a single, a thousand mile journey begins with just one step. That's what the, the quote I used at the very beginning of my weight loss. And it was very tough, but then those, you know, that hour at the, at the gym got easier and then it got easier. And then I pushed myself and I made sure I got a trainer that was like, no crap, you're doing this, go, you can do it, go. And as long as you believe inside, like it makes me emotional because as long as you believe, because I had a lot of people try to stop me, a lot of friends that okay. were like, you just have a, have a chocolate bar. Like I, I had a lot of people for some reason feel threatened yeah. that I was going to lose this weight. And I'm thinking, are you my friend? Or like, don't you want me to be the, like, don't you want the best for me? Like, you know, and a lot of people were very threatened and there was a lot of negativity and people are going to dislike you at any age, color, race, religion. It doesn't matter because 
when I was big, they said, you're too fat. When you lost the weight, you're too skinny. Then you're ugly. Then you're this. Then you have a big nose. And then you're that. And then, you know, I, I had thick skin, literally. And I realized people are going to say, if I was walking right here with Jesus and we were together and smiling and we're going to save the world, people would still be like, that bitch. Like, like, what I'm saying is there's always going to be people that their sole desire is to poke at you or try to get a reaction out of you or to try to be negative towards you. And I just can't, I don't listen to that noise anymore. Like I block yeah. more people a night than I think anybody <laughs> does when I'm working because I don't, that's my, <laughs> my space. This is my space. I am the lover, little miss lover of the block button. I'm very thankful for that. If you come into my room with negative energy, you will leave forever. I'm okay with it. It might be lost money, but do I really want your your money if you're going to be that type of person? At the yeah. very least, I've taught you how to be. So you can go to the next girl and maybe have a little more humility and maybe have some common sense to speak like a like a human being, you know? So don't just come in and type, you know, this or that, or maybe, hi, how are you? You know, yeah. maybe I'll read this huge tip menu you have on your screen that is blocking our view of you. But hey, maybe I'll read it because it might be there for a reason. Like, yeah. it's just, um, common sense sometimes escapes people. But back to my point is people, you have to do what you want to do for yourself, be your best self, whatever that means for you, because no matter what, other people will have something to say at any level. So stop trying to please them and please yourself, you know, and that is, it's essential to success, survival and mental health. I, I love it. It's that's you know, when I do this podcast, I it's not just about, you know, hey, we've got fans, you know, we're doing yeah. webcam, you know, we're on you you're on Streammate, just now I am there. now on Streammate. After um iFriends shut down, it was it was great because Streammate had approached me when I was with iFriends as well. But I, I'm very loyal, like I said, so and I stick to one spot, which is it's a detriment it's a double edged sword, you know. But uh, Streammate's been amazing. They scooped me up, got me in, got me online within 24 hours. And they were very, very good to me in transitioning. And Streammate is a whole other ballgame. It is not iFriends where iFriends, you you know, you don't see me until you're coming in the room paying. Uh, there's no free chat or anything like that. Streammate is a different beast. And uh, it was tough at first. But I maintained, even Streammate told me, don't change who you are don't you know because it's a very highly sexualized site and it's very like gold showy and quick sexual acts type of thing and i yeah. i'm not like that so what i had to do is stand my ground stay yeah. being me the same me who loves conversation this that connection and i was able to stay extremely successful on streammate by maintaining who i am i could have easily started doing you know toys and i just I do my thing and it's working, so I'm okay with it. But it, I will say that every girl works extremely hard on, on streaming, but I'm thankful that in that environment, which is completely opposite to what I was used to, I was able to stay true to myself and I, I'm extremely successful there and I love it. So it, this can happen to anyone, like you're going to work every day, it doesn't matter what kind of work you've got that you're going yep. to, and then it just suddenly happens, it's like, hey, you've got no job. and it can happen to any of us, you know, yeah. any platform can shut yeah. down, any company can stop paying you your check. And it's like, what do you do? 
you look for other opportunities you know you have to open your eyes and be like hey what else is out there for me yeah and yeah. it's jumping on and moving forward and being like you know what i know that i can be successful if i was successful that place i can also be successful at this place as well and just yeah. keep that mind and that focus yes even if it even if it took like it was a lot harder honestly like when when i friends just shut down on me i was gut punched i was crying it's like i was grieving the loss of a family member because I'm like, how could they do this without even like letting us know or, or anything? Or it, it was just devastating for me. And there was, I had to grieve it for like, I was in shock for like a few days, but I guess everybody kind of like the webcam world kind of found out right away. And um, I will give credit to um, Samantha. She was a BBW as well. Uh, she's on stream mate, Samantha 38G. And she said, look, you could do this. Bing, bang, boom. And she helped me get... I was able to talk with the people that reached out to me prior, you know, and they really got me going. And yeah, I, I faced a lot of challenges in the beginning because some people didn't know me. My old fans didn't know where to find me. Uh, even though iFriends said, you can type in here and they'll find you. Most did because I have all the contacts I maintain uh, with them and that's great. And then some people come in still and don't know me and I say, Hey, look me up. And, you know, I feel like my life has been full of challenges. Like after losing all the weight to be healthy four years later, I got diagnosed on Christmas Eve with cancer. And I'm just like, what? Didn't I just become like the healthiest version of myself? And, and so that hit me hard. But I said, again, with that cancer, I said, well, what are we gonna do? So I threw on a wig and worked through it, but it was the irony of it just, right? You do all this to be healthy. And then four years later on Christmas Eve, nonetheless, I get the phone call from my oncologist um, because I was misdiagnosed at a GlamourCon. I was in a GlamourCon convention in Long Beach with uh, Wendy Fiore and Jordan Carver, and we were doing Glamour. But on the plane, I had experienced these unbelievable chest pains. And actually they filled up like a huge, a Diet Coke bottle full of boiling water to do that straight from the plane to the hospital um, where they did a bunch of tests on me and I didn't want to stay in the hospital. I'm like, I got to go. I have GlamourCon. You know, the next day I, st I was in a lot of pain. So I, even though I went home um, the next day I was at GlamourCon because I still dressed up and I said, no, my fans are waiting to see me. What, what, what is going on? So I went and even Jordan and, and Wendy were in shock because all of a sudden I felt chest pains. I ran out on the roof to be in the sun because I was freezing and I had to be rushed to the hospital again, uh, St. Mary's. And they did every test in the book on me. And they told me, listen, Taylor, you have a tumor. Like they did every test. The, the biopsy was, was uh, crazy. They did all the tests and they said, you have a tumor between, you know, your heart and your lungs, but it's benign is what they said. And they said to me, you're going to need to do a surgery. We're going to have a, you're going to have a scar from here to here, but go home and see your oncologist to set that up. So I was in, I was devastated again. I'm like, yeah. I can't have a scar. Um, I was thinking about that. And then I said, whoa, whoa, you know, at least I said, thank God, at least that, that it's benign, you know? Yeah. So then I get back to Canada and, you know, I go to the doctor and we do a bunch of tests and then I get the phone call on Christmas Eve and I'm doing my makeup for Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, with my best friend at Mac and the doctor's like, Hey, I've got great news. And I was like, yes. Awesome doctor. What is it? He's like, 
you do not have to have surgery. I'm like, oh, cool. So I was like, yes, no scar, you know. He's like, but um, you have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I'm going to need you to come in on January 2nd. I was like, oh. and my best friend was doing, she's my best friend now, but she was doing my makeup, and she knew kind of, like I hadn't told anybody, but I was tearing up. She had ran to the back, and I said, Dr. How is this good news, you know? And then I said, okay, uh, I'll come in on January 2nd, and we'll, you know, start the chemo, because he wanted me to start chemo right away. So my stomach was like, oh boy. And I saw my friend and I said, you know, come. I said, we're not ruining this great makeup. I said, so do my makeup and let me. And I didn't tell anybody till after Christmas and the new year, which was tough, but, and I got in real bad crap for it because people are like, why did you keep that to yourself? I didn't want to ruin anybody's Christmas and anyone's holiday. And I didn't want people feeling sorry for me. And, you know, I was still processing it, but I should have told the people that loved me and they were, cause they were really hurt by it. And I didn't realize that I thought I was doing them a favor by not telling them and not ruining their Christmas, but they care about me more than they cared about the holidays. So eventually I did tell I said, well, I have to go in on, I have to go in today. And they're like, go in for what? I'm like, chemo. They're like, everyone was just like, what? And so uh, I did eight rounds of chemotherapy uh, two months of radiation. I had lost all my hair. I was 80 pounds. A lot of people think that I lost the weight because of the cancer. They don't realize that I had lost it four years prior just because I had lost extra during cancer. And it was disgusting. I was like 80 pounds, you know, it was terrible, but my mindset, ask anybody at the exotica conventions. Like I still went, I threw on my wig and worked on camera. I had no hair. Okay. Who cares? Threw on my wig, went on camera. That's where we met, isn't it? At one of the exotica conventions. Yes. I I just remember you being there on one of the booths or, and we kind of like got talking and I was like, yeah. you were so lovely. Like just yeah, well, you were so too. That's why we stayed talking. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to meet everybody and everybody, you know, I was very open with my struggle and what I was going through. I never lied. I never hid anything. You know, I, you know, I remember Sarah J saying to me, saying to me, you should just rock the bald, rock the bald, you know? So a couple times I did rock the bald, but I never wanted to believe that I was sick. So I just kept working. And of course there were those days where it, it hits you and it's like, Taylor, slow down. Okay. You are sick. And I had to remember that when my head's in the toilet and the prednisone's kicking in and you're like, I just wanted it over so fast, you know, that even you have to be a certain weight to get your chemotherapy. So I remember one day I went, I wasn't the right weight because I couldn't keep anything down. And the doctors are like, well, you're going to have to wait till you can at least get this, get up two pounds. And I was like, what do you mean? I have to wait. I have to put, put off my chemo. So I was so mad. And then the next day, <laughs> next day, I think it was a day, no, cause the weekend, then Monday I drank like four or five gallons of water right before I went and I got on the scale. And so I was the correct weight, but ah, you said but, yeah, but you know what? This is where it tells you in life, don't take shortcuts and, and it teaches you a lesson because that's just water, water weight, right? So that chemo treatment in turn set me back even more because I my body couldn't handle the drugs because it wasn't real weight. It was just water weight. And so I was even sicker and I got set back even longer. So it's like, don't take shortcuts, don't try to cheat you know, health and time. And, and so I just went through it and 
my fans went through it with me. A lot of support from fans and obviously industry girls, everybody, you, everybody was so supportive and um, got me through it. Like it got me through it. And um, especially Sophie too. Sophie was always in my corner, like, you're too skinny, you need to get, you know? And I'm like, I know I'm trying so Sophie, Sophie D. Yeah, she always lifted me up and she always oh. genuinely, you know, cared. And so, yeah. so did Nikki. And I, like, I just, I love that if I didn't have that support in the industry, I'm not sure that I could have held my head high at these conventions having cancer, but I did. And I'm thankful that, you know, it's so nice to know when there's a support group of people that genuinely care about you. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I did it, the chemo radiation, and I'm now cancer free. And I'm so excited. And also, now that's why I'm so like anal with my time. I'm like, time is the most valuable asset. Life is short. This is your life. Yeah. It's ending one minute at a time. Please don't waste my time. That is my yeah. biggest pet peeve. I always tell people that, that just don't waste the time we have. Life is short and we need to live in yeah. each moment. We gotta live while we're alive. Like Bon Jovi said, like, what are we gonna do after? We don't wanna go to people's funerals and and say how great they were after they're gone. Say how great they are to their face. You, you know? are great, Taylor. You are great. You, you know, you really are. You really are. To come through that, that I, I was like thinking, don't, don't water up, don't water up. And I was like, oh. focusing on my eyes. Oh, that, that is. There's so bad days. There was, of course, days where, and even to, even for many other reasons, where you're depressed and you're you're so lost and you feel so helpless, but you've got to hold on. Like, and I think I was saying like, you, you know, if your head's always down in the darkness, you're never going to see the light. So you got to look up and, and see that light and, and know that it's there. And even if it takes a little bit longer for you to get there, just know that it is there and it's, it's going to be there and you will get there when you're ready to get there. So as long as you have the faith that that light is there, walk yeah. towards it, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And so I believed that I could beat cancer. I did, you know, I've been through many, many things, um, after that, even, and I, you just have to believe, uh, deep down that you could, like I said, that believe in yourself and dark days are going to be there, but so are yeah. going to be the ones, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, even like our fans have dark days, you know, you feel it from them sometimes, don't you? And it's like, you know, if, and I have had it like, I'm sure that you've had it as well. Sometimes like your fans, your very loyal fans, yeah. they they have days and it's like, I, I'm like, okay, let's, tomorrow's a new day. And let's like refocus on that the next day. And let's get all that positivity flowing. You know, I've had it myself sometimes and it's just like, it's today it's like you, you get up and everything could go wrong. But it's your mindset that's telling yeah. you everything's going wrong because you see the bad and everything. It takes a strong person to be able to see the good and everything. It's not easy. It's really not easy. No, it's 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 probably the. This is why I'm such a huge huge advocate for mental health because it is a struggle. I have suffered from extreme extreme things and PTSD from. A lot of things. It's so important that mental health not be brushed under the rug. It's so important that we talk and we do not isolate ourselves and we do talk to people about it because I'm the type of person, like even with my cancer, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it because these people don't need to hear that, you know? And then what's amazing is how many of my fans 
that want to talk about their stuff and and want me to talk about my stuff with them. And it's amazing how many people you can reach with your story. And that's why I always say don't keep it. I mean, obviously maintain your privacy if you want, but if you feel like you can discuss what you you've gone through, you could help anybody, you know? And it's like what I say too, it's like you could smile at someone and change their entire day and you won't even know it because that person is feeling a certain way. I always say that just be kind. People are not kind anymore. And it's, I, I hate when I see that type of bullying or that type of, it really gets to my soul because I know that person doesn't deserve you know, doesn't deserve that type of bullying. And then I also know that hurt people hurt other people. So it's like, yeah. you want to say to like that person, like, you know that they're going through something if their intention is to hurt others. They haven't dealt with their own pain and hurt. And it's just, it's, it's sad, but I, I encourage everybody to always focus on their mental health. Like I have to every day, I see a therapist. I'm very open about you know, groups and going through stuff because PTSD can eat you alive and depression can eat you alive. And the struggle is real. And yeah. um, so are we. Like, that's what I want people to know. We're not just these models who put on the smile and woohoo, like we're human. That I always remind my fans to remember that I'm human and yeah. to treat me as such because you teach people how to treat you. And it's important that they know that I could be your fantasy but I'm also real too. So I'm like your real fantasy, which is even better. You know, like you're getting, you're getting the real me hundred percent. So um, yeah, I just feel that, I feel that it is true. It depends on the glasses that you put on that day and your emotions kind of control that. And once you are able to get out of your own mind or someone can help pick you up and get you out of that mindset, you can see, oh, you know, not everything yeah. in this moment is what it's gonna be forever. Yeah. And I, and I have had trouble thinking that way in life too. I'm like, it's going to be like this forever. What am I going to do with my life? It's over. And then I realized you've started over in your life since you're born, your father passed, you started over. You're on, you lived on your own. You were on your own since you're 15. You started over. You, I built a webcam career in my, on my friend's futon on with a, a cheap webcam on top of three cookbooks that I never used. And I built my career that way. And then, then you, you know, you, I did pin up and then, the world just opens up if you let it, if you let yourself be open to those opportunities, they will come manifest. Yeah. It'll, it will come. I'm not saying that, you know, snap the fingers and say, let's win the lottery and you'll get it. But no, be realistic about your expectations, set goals and believe in yourself <laughs> and remember you're loved by, if you don't feel loved, you are loved. There are people out there who need to hear you, see you, your voice could change their lives. Your presence could change their lives. I, I'm sure that there are fans every day that see us. They are yeah. inspired by our smile. They, you know, just, I'm sure that there are people out there that they don't get to talk to, except like it could be someone like us each day, even if they're just checking in to just say hi. You know, yeah. you're on the webcam on Streammates. I also know that you do live shows as well on OnlyFans yeah. and also, you know, the, and on made, I do a lot of uh, exclusives like on camwatay.com, which is my link. But those members, like we do exclusives and sometimes we're just talking. They just want to talk. Most of the, actually 90, I would, I mean, literally 95% of my fan base is talking and maybe a little, maybe a little dancing and boobies in the end. But my fan base is very real. 
we, we, we are friends, we're connect, we connect and yeah. And, and this is so important to to remember if they treat you good and you treat them good, whatever it is you're giving them in a show, it's going to be excellent. But if they treat you bad, like if someone comes in my room and is insulting towards me, I will kick them out. I don't care if they're paying because I know that I'm not going to deliver those five-star Taylor Stevens shows to that person because my heart is is not in it. And I'm already like disgruntled by, by the, you know, so it's a lot of people I block that then write to me, I'm so sorry. And I, I used to do unblocking. I used to charge an unblock fee back in the day, but now I don't bother because I won't give someone a second chance to hurt me again because I have to protect my peace at all costs and I have to protect the show I deliver and the person that I am and the energy for the right people. Yeah. You know, so that's why I, I, people will say, please unblock me. I'm sorry. And and I say to them, I'm sorry. I appreciate your apology, but hopefully you can learn from this. I mean, and sometimes they'll go and they'll join my, you know, my OnlyFans and that's great because there you're going to get to know me, but I'm not going to just allow it to be the easy way. I'm not, I want people to learn that people are human. You have to have respect for respect for each other in life and just dignity, common decency. Like yeah. we're not just robots, you know. We're, so, even so- though that's one of my that's one of my role plays. You know, as a robot, I'll, I'll role play as one, but I'm not in real life. I am not one. So please. I got asked to do a robot role play the other day. And he said it to me. It was on Sex Panther. And he said it to me, this information. So I was like, okay. And then he called up. So I was just like, okay, I've not done this before. So I started doing it. And he kind of stopped and he went, no, this is the way I want it to be. And I said, okay. I said, you didn't really give me much information. But okay, okay, I'll listen. And he told me stuff. But again, it was just like little tiny pieces. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do my best with what you're giving me. (laughs) And then the phone went down like really quite quick. And I was like, I don't know whether he was extremely satisfied, whether he got right that. to the point to the end, or whether it was like too much that I wasn't doing what he wanted. And it's, it was, it's, so it's, it's, it's hard and it's funny. Like I've had a lot of different, I've seen everything. Like I have literally can say, I've seen everything. I've heard everything, but like, it was funny. Cause he's like, can you be a robot? And I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, do you, and he's like, just be a robot and then malfunction. And I'm like, malfunction. And then it's probably the same guy. So I was like making noises. I was like, and then I was like, and then I was like, oh, like as if I was malfunctioning. And I'm just like, Taylor, what in the world are you doing? But he was happy with that. He wanted me to malfunction. So I thought, okay, when someone malfunctions, they just shake and they're like, oh. I didn't do the noise. That's probably what he's in. Right? No, I think that's why he's I'm like, pew, pew, pew. And then I was like, and then it was just like, okay, I just kind of went with it. So I was like, all right, freelance that one. But <laughs> improv. But um, it, it's crazy. But but it was like, okay. And, you know, they wanted that and they, they were satisfied. And he comes back all the time. But it's just, it's just funny. <laughs> We're not really robots, though, guys. Okay, we're human, but we will we will play them for you. But please remember yeah. deep down that we have actually, you know, a pulse and a heartbeat and feelings. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I love this. My guests that I have on here, Taylor, I I love people that are inspirational and positive and can really give some insight into everyone that's listening, whether it be the fans, whether it be other content creators. And you brought it to us today, Taylor, that 
think everything you. that you said has just been amazing sharing your story how you've overcome adversity how you transformed when it really looked like the end was right there someone else could be standing in your shoes and think this is this is it but no you carried on you had that goal one step at a time you said one step at a time and keep smiling and see that light like yeah. look for that light see that light i know it's there for us also every single one of us that are listening right now it yeah. is there you can get through anything that you want you put your mind to it you focus and yes. you it, it manifests you know it does because you know there are some really dark 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 days for me there are days when i've been on camera and whenever i get upset and i'm upset so i would just put my head above above the camera so they could just see this area because I wouldn't want to like, I put my, like I'd stand up just so they can like, I guess just see my cleavage or whatever so that they wouldn't see the pain in my face because I, I generally don't log on if I'm in a, in a bad place because I don't want that to resonate, yeah. you know? So, and then, so I'll just log off. There's many times I take a break, scream and cry, come right back. You know, yeah. we just have to, we have to put ourselves first and you know, it, it's not just, it's, for the industry girls like i want everybody to know like it doesn't have to be this catty world that i know a lot of people create it's for me i don't see people as competition i don't even look at what other girls do online as far as like when i'm working like i see it as great we're all in this industry together we're all succeeding and making money like there's no reason to try to bring you know other people down because like what do you like what what's that gonna really do like they can stoop any level they want but i'm not gonna stoop to their level like i want i want success for everybody if i do good they're gonna do good yeah you know if we set it if we set a standard in the industry um we're all gonna benefit from it you know and so that that's what i like i want girls to believe in their worth and their value like there's a lot of new girls that have started a lot of girls that have come to me for webcam advice even girls that are let's say famous for other reasons, you know, TV shows or whatnot. And I always say, be authentic and don't, um, don't, don't set your price based off other people. I, I have a very, you know, high, um, value. It's based off my talents and my experience and, and no, I'm, no one's going to change, like change that despite, you know, I'm not going to change it. Cause oh, that girl's, that girl's price is lower and she might be busier that night. I know, but I'm getting, you know, these 40 minute sessions, these three day sessions and exclusive, like, and I'm, so I'm catering to my market. It's like, I'm not going to go into Rolls Royce and say, you're way too expensive. Or like, look at the car and say, that's ugly. Like, you know what I mean? Like people are so quick to say stuff like that. Like, so what I would say to girls is stay true. It might seem like you have to be like everybody else, you know, like I'm the boob girl. Then it became you know, butt became the new boobs. But did I go and get this, you know, big booty? I mean, I always wanted a big booty. I had one when I was bigger. But my, my point is, I stopped looking at my scale over a year ago, because I work out, I do the things to better my body and keep myself healthy. And I look in, the, I can look in the mirror and say, you know, except for like, stuff that like from losing weight, I have excess skin on my thighs, if I can fix that, I will. I'm not gonna have surgery, though, it's gonna leave a scar on my thighs. I decided that. Um, I did have it, like everyone's like sees this tattoo on my stomach. Oh, she's hiding a tummy tuck. I'm not hiding it. I had a ginormous stomach. I had a tummy tuck to get all the skin from my weight loss. 
I mean, the skin alone was was weight and interfering. So I don't hide that. I just put a tattoo over it because it looks nicer than a scar. It's fine. You can ask me the truth. I'll tell you, you know. And so stay true to who you are. Um, be your best self, whatever that means. It's not a number. It's not a certain look. It's not the hair color. It's not. It's your uniqueness. Yeah. So don't when you get into the industry, you think, oh, my God, which girl should I be like? That's just the be, just be you, you just be find you. out what you're passionate about. Are you a cosplay girl? Are you a video gamer? Are you a, you know, what do you want to do? Do it. You can do anything you want and be anything you want anywhere in life. If I want to quit today and become a lawyer, I have two degrees. I will, you know, but I, I love this and this is me and I get to be me every day. Well, hell yeah. Like, I think I, did, I, I enjoy being me. So I hope I, I can allow other people to enjoy me too. <laughs> so. Perfect. That was just, uh, that was the best wrap up I could have asked for. <laughs> Sorry, I, got I, on a, I went off on a tangent there, but. <laughs> it's all about helping and giving guidance and, yeah. and inspiring others to be successful. Yeah. And you've done that for us today, thank you. Taylor. Thank you I so mean, much. Look at, but look at you. Like, I look at you. I look at everybody in the industry and I don't. I don't get mad. I get like, yes, uh, I'm going to be like that too. I can get there too in my way. I can do this. You can, if, if anybody could do it, if they just believe in themselves, I swear, I know it sounds so corny, but it's like, it's you, can. you can, you can, I promise you can. <laughs> yeah. Like I got, was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease two years ago. And one of the oh, things that I found that really helps me stay on target is a complete change in diet. And with that complete change in diet, I lost 20 pounds, yep. which I didn't need to lose 20 pounds, right. but I lost it and I put some back on, but just, you know, and my health is more important, you know, training, working out, getting my strength back exactly. and focusing on those things that you just said, you know, be yourself, be authentic. I am being me and I'm working towards my health and I'm working towards my goal of my fitness and my strength. And it is, it's still, and I'm still me. And yes. I surround myself with the positive fans and they're the ones that get, you know, my attention and the interaction. And I just love it because the, the fans, they make that journey that you're on even yes. better. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's, it is health before wealth because you cannot make money if you're dead. You cannot affect other people and make affect change in the world if you're not clear in your mind. If you're if, so how as much as I used to brush it off, Tanya, so much. I used to always say, oh, yeah, well, whatever, you know, because my work ethic, it's like I work 80 hours a week. I don't care about my body. But then your body says uh -uh. your body says slow the frick down because it will it will burn you out. And you have to remember that, you know, you have to put your health first because we don't get younger. We don't get, you know, but we can get healthier, healthier yeah. mind, body, and soul. So keep your health first and the rest will follow. You know, it's not about exactly. weight. It's not about, it's about true health yes. all around. Thank you so much, Taylor Stevens. It's been absolutely Thank amazing. You. Thank you for being my very, very first video guest. I'm so, I was so excited today because I'm like, yes, I'm so happy we spoke and I was just going over our pictures from the Jersey Exotica and I was like, I miss her so much. You were sleeping oh. over me. <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was just like, if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, it's on our Twitter. 
Um, my Twitter's at Tanya Tate. You can find it on there. So Taylor, tell everybody that's that's like listen and watching because this is a video as well. Tell them all yeah. where they can find you online. So my campsite, so where you can come see me camming live and, and bubbly, um, is camwithtay.com. Um, you can find me very active on my Twitter, especially during football season, which is at Tay Stevens. Um, my Instagram is at real Taylor Stevens, because this one's not deleted just yet. And then, of course, you can go to playwithtay.com. That's my OnlyFans. Or just taystevens.fans, and that will give you access. It's my, like, hubster where it lists all my sites. But cam with me on Cam with Tay. Play with me on OnlyFans. Play with Tay. And then find me on Twitter and Instagram, and let's uh, let's connect. Thank you so much. It's been Thank wonderful you. Have you. I love you, guys. <laughs> Stay positive. I'm here for you, okay? Reach out. Thank you all for joining me on Tanya Tay Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast, formerly MILF's Making Money Podcast. And in the words of Richard Branson, Every success story is a tale of constant adaption, revision, and change. What do you think of the new format? You're now also able to see the guest video on my other media platforms. So let me know your thoughts or your feedback. Maybe you have a suggestion for a future topic for a show or a question that one of my guests might be able to answer and give you advice on. Or maybe you want a guest to come on here to share their success story. Tell me who has a success story to share and what is it that they did that was successful? I want to know because maybe I'll invite them on to be a guest. So did I raise any questions in today's episode? Got you thinking out loud? To know more, you can leave feedback or ask me questions relevant to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can ask me by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate. I'm on Instagram, Queen underscore Tanya underscore Tate. And of course, the new ones that you need to be making sure that you are on to make sure that you see the video clips I'm on TikTok and YouTube at Tanya Tate Tube. And of course, some of you are also going to be on OnlyFans. Oh, yes, I will be sharing video clips on OnlyFans as well. So make sure you go and make sure you are subscribed to all of them. I know you want to be. You can also leave me a voice note on my SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate, and you may get featured on a future episode. I mean, I, this is one of my favorite parts. So I just, let's just play one of my favorite audio clips of the week. Hello, Tanya. I wonder if you could do me a big favor. Can you please help Ryder Sky? Not into porn, but to do something. Can you get her a job? Help me, please. Steve, you are asking me to please help Ryder Sky get a job. <sighs> I would love to give her advice on setting up accounts on Sexpanther, OnlyFans, or any other content creator platforms on cams. You know, honestly, I'm surprised that Rider Sky is not already on them. You know, this is how the rest of us, we make our money by working hard and interacting with our fans. And I have to say, I personally know Rider Sky. In the past, she's had publicity. She's used my publicity company, Star Factory PR, 
to have help to help her with branding and and get her name out there even more hmm I don't know what's going on Steve but I really do hope that she is okay let's listen to another speak pipe caller 69 welcome back from your travels sounds like you and your son had a great time with family uh, at the wedding out there in Canada and certainly quick trip off to Las Vegas have blender will travel uh, but I have a question how does it make you feel when you inspire a smile and I'm sure you've done that with a lot of people and more feedback on the potential of you doing video podcasts. I think that's fantastic I remember an episode uh, not long ago with Christy Cannon and Ginger Lynn, you know, going over some of the things, how they did theirs and things like that. It'd be very exciting because, you know, if it's monetized and or, or even a subscription based, hey, uh, I think it'd be fantastic. Uh, there'd be many, many people who would uh, certainly sign up for that. But uh, welcome back. Hope you're well. See you soon. Caller 69. I love that. Caller 69. See, you know what I'm up to. You know when I'm going to Canada for a wedding. You know when I'm going to Las Vegas. And that tra- that blender will travel. I love that comment because actually it's like I took a blender with me to Las Vegas so I could do my smoothies. And I'll kid you not, I turned that blender on in the morning and it was like, and I was thinking, are they thinking that this is my, like, I've got a, a, some kind of sex toy that's like, Aah! it was freaking loud. And I'm up early in the morning. I'm up, like, I was awake early. Eight o'clock, I'm doing that blender. And I thought, oh. anyway, <laughs> sounds like I was going to turn down the power grid. I love this. I inspire a smile. And I do, I really do hope that I'm inspiring a smile. In not just Caller 69, in you all that are sitting there right now. And yes, video interviews, they are here. They are finally here. I'm very, very excited. So you can let me know what you think. I I love this feedback. I love it. I do enjoy listening. I, I get some interesting, interesting audio messages and some productive and some amazing and you know I got a whole round but you know what send me an amazing voice note and um, if it is amazing hit me up with your mailing address your name and I will send you a thank you photo for your show of appreciation for leaving me a speak pipe voice note that I played and I liked thank you for your support guys I, I just love hearing what you think about the show and of course if you do want to get me via phone or video call you know where you can find me on my premium social media platforms sexpanda.com slash tanya tate or onlyfans.com slash tanya tate and we can get to chat one-on-one over there and you can follow me of course on my twitter at tanya tate instagram queen underscore tanya underscore tate and tiktok and youtube both you want to be following for definite because they're the the places where you will be able to get to see video clips of my podcast my handles on tiktok and youtube are tanya tate tube and you can see all of my official links include my premium social media and all the places where you can see my podcast on linktree i love that linktree now you just insert one link to your podcast on one of the platforms and it literally picks up 
all of the other platforms that you're on. And I'm on loads of platforms where you can hear my podcast. Linktree, it's really easy. Just search Linktree and my name, Tanya Tate. It's all one word. And remember, if you don't see something on the Linktree, it's not me. If you are listening to the podcast on Apple, Amazon, Audible, and are inspired by any of the words, please give me a written review and give me five stars. You can also give me a five-star rating on Spotify. And I will be checking, and I do give shout-outs. Of course, anyone that does get a shout-out for leaving the review, I will send a signed photo as a show of appreciation. So, you know, if you hear me read out your, your review that you've written, or you hear me play your voice note and I'm impressed, you know. Yes, send me your name, mail and address and proof that it's from your account and I will be sending you a signed photo. This is Tanya Tate. Through change, challenge and adversity, you too can create your own success story. Now get out there and go build your bank. Oh, 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 oh,